Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum, 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 the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to figure <laughs> it out. We're just trying to get up and do a little bit better every day, man. Just two two guys sitting in here that are definitely not perfect. We will never, never assert that we have it all figured out. So thank you for joining us for another episode of uh, Don't Be an Idiot. I'm Caleb. This is Jake. And we do have a guest in the studio. Jake, Yes, we do. Uh, I think Caleb was telling you guys that we are, in fact, idiots sometimes. And so that's that's the goal here. Hey, it's December 28th. You know, we are now past the Christmas rush. Looking forward to 2024. Going to mm. be thriving, not just surviving in 2024. And a big part of that is, Caleb, I know you are you have a good structure for this we'll talk about. And we have got Stephen Cross here in the studio today to talk about goal setting. Stephen, welcome. Just take a sec. Tell us who you are. Tell us what you do. Uh, Stephen Cross. I'm a member here at First B. And First B. Uh, I've not heard that one before. Good. I like it. Let's yeah. roll. First B. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been here? In, in, uh, uh, we've, we've lived in this area for about eight years now. Eight years now. Yep. Uh, your parents are, f- are longtime Blue Mounders, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm the f- basically the fourth generation there at my farm. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, That's cool. But spent a ton of time in Colorado. Uh, yeah. We kind of like Colorado. Kind of like Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Grew up there, raised your kids there. Yep. Things like that. A lot of camping, a lot of hunting. Stuff like that. Why did you, why did you move back? Uh, it, we came to a decision. Um my my dad had passed away, and we were trying to figure out what, oh, here, this kind of goes along with goals. Wendy and I had had a goal when our when our kids got, you know, aged out and out of the house. Um, we had plans to do something different, and one of those one of those plans was basically to uh, travel the country. Wendy liked to travel and meet new people and see different cities and towns mm-hmm. and things like that, and so I was going to work basically doing design build projects for big highway mega projects type of thing. Um, and then since my dad passed, we were like, well, maybe we should, you know, look at, think about taking care of my mom and, and being here close. And we've always had a, had a passion for kids. And so we thought, well, you know, if we moved out to the farm, we could actually work with, you know, foster kids, orphans, things like that. And so, uh, long story short, we, I took two years off, built a house and we moved. (laughs) We moved. Yeah, there's so many questions we could follow up with that. Like, just to take two years off means you had to plan and you had to set goals. Mm. Funny, I, I think one of the very first few times I met you, uh, we were pouring your basement. If you Probably, remember that, yeah. it was super cool. It was actually mm. pretty cold that day. The big concrete truck came mm. out. It's just, uh, and then I think we got up in a conversation. He ser- you serve in kids ministry. Uh, you serve in youth ministry. Uh, Boy Scouts, Moana. Yeah. You've done <laughs> a little bit of everything. Yep. Yeah, to say that you guys are passionate about kids is the biggest understatement of the day here. So. <laughs> So, Caleb, give us a direction here. So, we're talking about yeah. goal setting. Yeah, so uh, typically, end of the year, right? A lot of people do New Year's resolutions. Uh, I personally don't like that term. Stephen, what do you think of New Year's resolutions versus uh, goal setting, which is our topic for the day? Yeah, I'd, I've never been a big proponent of New Year's resolutions. I'd, I'm more of a a goal, set goals as needed, and then plan for them accordingly. Uh, I think New Year's resolutions, I mean, they typically don't last very long. They're not very productive. So I've always kind of shied away from that. Okay. So can you give us an example of some of the goals you've set in your life? 
Oh boy. Um, I would, I would say I started early, um, with goal setting and stuff like that. Um, what's early, uh, uh, grade school, junior high school. Um, I had a, a pastor or not a pastor, but a Sunday school teacher that basically challenged our class to think beyond tomorrow and start Mm. praying for the things that are, that you think are going to be most important in your life. And some of those things were, you know, what a wife, what do you want your wife to be like? Start praying about that. What kind of job do you want to have? Where do you want to live? All those kind of things. So that kind of led me down a path of thinking about those things and praying about them. In sixth grade. In, in sixth grade, I can remember, you know, praying for Wendy. I didn't know Wendy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even meet Wendy for six more years, but I would pray for Wendy. You know, I got to pray for my future spouse. You know, may she be a good Christian woman that, you know, we. I want a family. That was, so I had, I think I had like four goals back in the sixth grade. One okay. was uh, a godly Christian wife, a career Check. that... Check. Yeah. yeah, that was. We um, love Wendy. Yeah. Go, yeah, going back and checking these off is important too. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, a career that if she didn't want to work, if she wanted to stay home with the family, she could. And so, possible. It was. Yeah, we yeah. we did that up until um, basically Paul got into junior high school. And and what was your career, just so we? Uh, civil engineer. Civil trans- engineer. Trans- so, transportation so check. Engineer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did that one. Okay. Yep. Well, one of the family. Check. 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 <laughs> I actually have, you know, multiple families now. I have my biological kids, and we've yep. had, we've had, you know, foster kids as well. So that's been awesome. Um, fourth. And I don't remember what the fourth one was. <laughs> it might have been where I wanted to live. <clears throat> was so it Colorado? It probably was Colorado at that time. <laughs> yeah. Growing up in Kansas, just dreaming of Colorado. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting out in the prairie. Just yeah. Every time I've lived in Kansas, I've spent probably 90% of my vacation time camping in Colorado. <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah. But, that's great. Well, it's such a big deal. Sixth grade and setting goals that you would eventually see come come to pass is, is, a, is a really, really big deal. I can confidently say in sixth grade I was not doing that. So Yeah. I, I kind of call it prayer, cl- prayer, prayer planning. I mean, it's prayer planning. Prayer yeah. planning. I mean, it's just you, you're praying the things that are desires of your heart. Sometimes God changes those. Sometimes he doesn't. Sure. But yeah. I, I love just the, the challenge to think long term about who you want to become. Uh, I wasn't sixth grade, but it was early in high school that I remember uh, somebody just kind of saying, is, is this who you want to be? And are you on a trajectory towards who you want to be? And it, it really forced me to look in the mirror and say, hey, uh, what I'm doing right now isn't that terrible. It's not, I'm not, you know, this wild, crazy kid, but it's not leading me towards the man that I want to be at some point. So it wasn't goal setting in that specific sense of actual tangible things. Like I wasn't praying for my future wife. Uh, I, I wasn't thinking about, Hey, what type of career do I want to have at that point? But that's great. Those are, those are great. What are some of the more, uh, current goals that you set for yourself? Well, currently I want to do another, <clears throat> another Ironman at the end of September of 24. Okay. And it's can, technically it's the longest Ironman that they have. It's four extra miles of biking. So I'm actually, I actually started training for it, um, back in August. I okay. started, started building up my running and stuff like that. Okay, so for people training. that don't know what an Iron Man is, just walk us through what exactly is yeah, an Iron Man. Yeah, you casually strolled past that a little yeah. bit too easy. There. <laughs> so an Iron Man is basically swim 2.4 miles, bike 112, and then run a marathon. Oh, it's pretty and easy. Same day, yeah. Yeah, same yeah. day. Uh, your projected time, just give us a ballpark of what do you think it'll take you? I, th- I think the fastest I could do it would be like 12 hours, 30 minutes. Um, I think I'll hit, I think I can get under 15 hours. So 
I'm trying to think of what I've ever done for 12 hours. Yeah, that's exactly what Probably I was just Probably just sleep. I mean, maybe sleep is the only thing I've ever done for 12 straight hours. It's so long to do something. I rode on an airplane to Budapest. <laughs> How long was that trip? It seemed uh, about 12 hours, didn't it? Yeah, but in different things. I think the flight was like 10. Oh, and yeah. That, that was that's a long time. So It's a long day. But you can't just do that. Even a marathon. I've heard of people who are fairly fit going out like, I'm just going to try to do this, and they do it. You can't do that without planning and goal setting. I, I, I wouldn't think so. There's no way I could. I I've mean, never I heard of anyone doing it. So. I, I actually started thinking of this in 1997. I can remember watching an Iron Man on TV hmm. and just getting the bug and saying, wow, that would be awesome to be able to do someday. So I, I actually set a goal that I would do one before I was 50. And lo and behold, I was actually 49 when I did my first Iron Man. So that's I, barely... Really snuck it in. But. Yes. <laughs> but that was, at the time, a longer-term goal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know where you were in life at, at uh, 1997, but it may not have been tangible at that point to commit the time and effort it took to train for an Ironman. No, and a lot of it's preparation, trying to figure out what you need to do. Like, yeah. I did some sprint triathlons. I did some Olympic distance triathlons. I did some marathons, 10-milers, 10, 10 mm. whole variety of stuff just to get a feel for it. Realized I really hated marathons, mm -hmm. which was kind of interesting. And now I'm now I like to do the triathlons where you you run like to where after swimming two and a half miles, yeah. biking over a hundred miles. You're like, hey, you know what I want to do now? <laughs> I would want to die, but you're like, let's go run a marathon. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so that's a big fiscal goal that you've yeah. got for 2024. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this will be your third Ironman, if I'm correct. Second, second Ironman. Second okay, full. Yeah. second full Ironman. I've done like. Six other half Ironmans, six other various other things. So. Uh, I've been on, I've been with you on some of these training things. I've I've done a couple of these smaller triathlons with you. We did a marathon together. Mm -hmm. uh, something I've noticed is your goal. You're realistic about what you're doing, and uh, you're always upbeat. Like there's there's a chance. The only other person I can com I compare him to Caleb is Cody. Uh, if you mm. you know you used to drive that you name crazy. That is not spoken. A name, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, just. But the ability not just, just to be clear for people that have no idea what's going on. He was one of our great friends. Uh, was he, he, mo he moved <laughs> yes. to Iowa, so we he's we, still, yeah, we shun him. Uh, yeah. yeah, but just the ability to be positive, the ability to be uh, there's a whole mental side of, of setting and accomplishing these goals. Uh, Absolutely, that, that's a huge deal. Um, yeah, so I, I know I've always appreciated the encouragement, the extra wisdom that comes along with that, uh, and, and some of those those yearly goals. Caleb, I know for a fact that you. Let's let's bring out Nerd Caleb. He needs to show. Yeah, uh, he needs to show his face once once a podcast, at least once. You have a system. Yeah, I heard this paradigm in in college, just about a framework for giving you for how you set goals, uh, and it's just called the Smart Goal System. I didn't invent this. It's not. It's old. Uh, someone smarter than me thought of it, and it's just stuck in my head. I don't know why. Uh, but Smart Goals specific. Um, so it's an acronym. SMART is yeah, an acronym. Yep. There's SMART a is an acronym. So the first is specific, meaning, uh, yeah, it just you you can't leave it super vague. For example, uh, I, I I like to do goals in different areas of my life. Like so, there's a uh, a goal that I had for 2023 that was an emotional goal. Um, that's not a specific goal. Like a, it's too vague, so it doesn't actually fit as a goal. But uh, so specific goal. Uh, measurable. The M is for measurable. This is also where the, the emotional one fails. How do you measure emotions? Yeah. 
so specific, measurable, attainable, meaning uh, if I said I want to go do Steven's goal in 2024, that's not a reasonable, attainable goal for me. There's a legitimate uh, to, chance you die doing it. Y- yes, <laughs> like that is too from where I'm at right now, yeah. which is not running. I I have ran previously. Uh, I, I I like running. I think I could go run a 5K, but I cannot right now go do a full Ironman. That is not an attainable goal in 2024 for me. Uh, that doesn't mean it couldn't be at some point in the future. Like when you made it in 1997, what year was it when you ran your first one? Uh, 2019. 2019. Okay, so that's. Uh, Math, 22, 22 years, years. Yeah. <laughs> 22 years later. And uh, that's great. Uh, before, and you snuck it in under your, uh, this is one of the other ones that we'll, we'll get to in a second, but specific, measurable, attainable, yet reaching. Meaning it's not a goal if it's something you were going to do anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to think of. I'm like, setting a goal to, to show up to my job every day. Yeah. Well, no, that's well, something you have to do. Yeah, you yeah. have to do that or you don't have that job anymore. So. Is that reaching? Uh, well, my kids did. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, dude, that's not, you're going to do that. Like, that's just going to be, it's going to happen in the normal well, course yeah, of your Well, yeah, if Jude is like, uh, I said a goal, I want to be five feet tall at least. Oh, okay, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Gonna <laughs> uh, the other side, uh, Zeke at one point, <laughs> this is a year ago. So he was in preschool, in preschool. He's four years old. He, we're driving somewhere. He was, ah. I'm never going to learn how to read. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're four. Like, <laughs> that is, that's not really a goal, learning to read. For, for Like, it's going to happen. Like, just be patient with yourself for him at that yeah. point is what I was telling him. Uh, specific, measurable, attainable, yet reaching. Challenge yourself. Uh, right now, I'm talking with my kids. Uh, I think I shared this story on a previous podcast, but like, I was sitting there reading something. My daughter was sitting there reading something, and my son... Jude was sitting there reading something. All of us were reaching with what we were reading. Uh, my son, he's just learned to read, so he's still sounding out words occasionally, and he's reading Dog Man. My daughter is reading uh, a, a longer novel uh, that was reaching for her. It doesn't have as many pictures. As, you know, it's, it's also reaching for me. It doesn't have pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm reading uh, this book that honestly, I had to look up so many words in. I, I can't remember the last time I had to look up as many words as I did in this book. All of us were reaching. Uh, and then the last one is time-based. Uh, and you gave us a great example of a time-based before I turn 50. Um, for a lot of us, if it's not a time-based goal, then a lot of these things might just be inevitabilities. Like, um, you know, when I, I think about it, it happens a lot of times uh, in a good time-based goal that's reachable. For like, it's like this, uh, I see a lot of people doing the Bible in the year. Yeah, uh, my wife, great. both of our wives have been kind of partnering together. They've mm-hmm. been doing the same reading plan. And today's December thirteenth when we were recording this, and I was like, "Hey, you're getting close." And she's like, "I don't want to talk about it yet." <laughs> she was still like, "She don't, didn't want to." Don't jinx up. me! Don't, don't jinx, jinx me. me! Yeah, yeah. She's, you know, it, it took, it was a reaching for her every yeah. day. To, it's a pretty long one to yeah. be able to do that. So that's a great one. Cool stuff. Uh, you mentioned you have kinds of goals. Yeah. So in the more practical, if we're talking about, because the goal here is like people, we want you to set goals. But yeah, not. <laughs> New Year's resolutions. I want you to set goals. So looking ahead, wh- one of the ones we've been talking about with Steven here that you've done a great job modeling is is physical goals. And these are honestly some of the easiest. Uh, for example, one of my goals for 2023 was to weigh 
under 175 pounds by the end of the year. Just squeaked it in, didn't you? It just squeaked it in. (laughs) Uh, For a variety of reasons that aren't super relevant, but I I gained weight. um, And I was giving myself grace to gain weight at that time. But I knew 2023 was going to be the year of reckoning when I said, okay. (laughs) Well, uh, another one of my goals had to do with why I was gaining weight. I didn't have the time to dedicate to exercising like I wanted to. I was giving up some of my workout time to focus on some, on uh, an education goal. Um, you only have so much time in the day, so you've got to parse that out. So I knew once I got done with that education goal that then I could focus on physical goals and turning back to those. So one of my goals was a very specific, measurable, attainable, yet reaching uh, goal of, of, of a certain weight. And I, just knowing I was there working out with you most days that you worked out, mm-hmm. it was something that was on your head a lot. And you're, I remember you, I remember you saying one time in the summer, like, I was like, dude, you're going hard. He's like, yep, I got this goal. Like, just mm-hmm. You were thinking about it. You said it in December, and you were thinking yeah. about it in July. You know, yes. I mean, it was a big deal. So, Steve, when you're, when you're thinking about your physical goals, what helps you, like, give us a little tip here. Like, how, how do you see them all the way through? Well, I'm definitely a planner. So I usually have a whole, uh, well, if when it comes to fitness, I have a program that I follow. Um, for for the Ironman, basically, at the minimum, I'll have the last 16 weeks before the race where I'll be ramping up the distances. They won't be fast, but they'll be, you know, the endurance will go up. And I'll, I'll, have, a, I'll have a very strict regimented schedule that uh, Wendy kind of laughs at me, but I, I stick to it um, unless I get injured or something. In sick, you're probably saying no to other things. Oh, yeah. Those times, you know what I mean? And that's that's kind of a, a key. You want to make sure that the people around you, the people that you're going to be affecting, are are in on it too. So I, whenever before I do any of these kind of things, I always ask Wendy, you know, hey, is it okay? Because like you said, Caleb, there's something else that's got to give. Yeah. And so you give up something. And mm-hmm. so I always, always make sure Wendy's okay with me giving up whatever that something is, whether it's chores around the house, going to other events, vacations, whatever, that that time frame, I'm going to be probably exercising three times a day most days. I'll have one day off mm. a week, so and then when, you just stick to it. Sorry. When you're making those goals, how active are you in, like, I know I'm going to have to give that up? Or is it just kind of, I know I'm going to have to hold these other things a little bit looser? Yeah, you, you definitely... <laughs> You do what you can with the time you have, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, when I get into the serious training part, it's you're almost you talk about the mental side of things. You're almost thinking about it constantly. So you're you're thinking about the nutrition you have to have for next tomorrow's workout. You know, I've got to be you know swimming at five a.m. at the rec center or whatever. I've got to do a workout at lunch, and then I've got to do another one. You know, after work, how do you feed your body, and can you get enough calories? Because I mean, you could be burning. You know, three or four thousand extra calories a day, mm. just on the distances and stuff. It gets kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> that's why you don't. That's why I don't do them as often, right? Just because they're they're really a drain on the body. Yeah. So w- with that, that's a uh, honestly for me uh, from the outside, 
at some point in my life, I want to do a half Ironman. Again, I haven't put a time on that. <laughs> I want to do it at some point, but I, I have zero desire to ever do a, a full Ironman. Like that's not, Jake, you've ran a couple of marathons. I, I have no desire to run a marathon. Just one, to be clear. I've run, I don't want to give myself oh. more credit than I've had one marathon. Uh, Tulsa. But yeah, we did that together. Didn't you do an ultra marathon? Technically, it's the, it's the world's shortest ultra. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, we don't need to know that. Yeah. You're just an ultra marathoner. Is what we need. Uh, but it took Saturday. I, you know what we gave up was Saturday mornings. I, in our family, we do Saturday morning breakfasts. Like I, dad gets, I get up, I make breakfast. You know, before the kids, all of that. I gave it up for, I don't know, what was that? Three months probably of real. You know, it was about 12, 12 weeks. Yeah, twelve weeks. Uh, one of the, one of the frustrations, you know, a little side of that story is Stephen and I were minutes from breaking a pretty big goal of four hours. Mm. It's a kind of a, a benchmark in the world. <laughs> yeah, and. uh we didn't run together. And I'm just, both of us were like, if we don't run together, mm. I bet we, because I had a pretty dark moment about mile 23, just mentally. Uh, That's mine happens. would have been about mile 13 when I passed out. That <laughs> yes. would have been my dark moment. Uh, but I just remember seeing Steven at the end and I was like, what'd you finish? And I, it was within seconds, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it? we were, yeah, we were we, right at each other. Yeah, so. it was I, literally within two seconds, I think. I had to go back and look. But, but all of those things, it had to be a long-term goal that was set. And I'll say here, for as we're talking about, how do you be successful at goals? And we're a little jumping out, so Caleb, mm-hmm. direct the ship when you can. But you need to have people. For me, I need to have people that are, are work, walking alongside me in these goals. Uh, so whether it's a marathon this year, a big one for me was uh, I wanted to, I stopped, I stopped uh, running and I wanted to lift. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get stronger. Uh, there was a couple areas of my life where I was noticing some weakness. I wanted to get stronger. Uh, I asked two guys who I knew loved to lift, Caleb and Dylan, and I'm just, I'm committed to being the weakest guy in the group, but I'm showing up every time and working hard and being with those guys. I can guarantee you if they weren't going to be at the gym every morning, my, my efforts would be less. I wouldn't either. It was, it was a big deal. So, so that's a great, uh, telling other people, getting other people on your team. What are some of the other ways, uh, Stephen, maybe even think of more the amateur working out because you're like the professional <laughs> level there oh, with, with, the, with the Ironman. But like, what are some of the things you do to help uh, achieve your physical goals for the year? Well, I, I, I try to stay in shape throughout the year. So okay. when, when an event comes up, I'll, you know, it doesn't take that much to, mm. to, to ramp it up. So I've always had a, a fitness goal in my life, basically. Uh, I, when I was younger, it was basically to keep up with my kids. I mean, my two boys, they loved to love to play, and I figured I needed to keep up with them. As I get older, it's like I got to stay in shape or I'm in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, but just life. Yeah. If you're not actively working out, you're you're decreasing. Yeah, you get stiff. You, you lose, you know, you're not as coordinated, balanced, all that kind of stuff, so... So that's exercise, and that's a great one. And whether you're setting like a 20-year goal, a 22-year goal, yeah, uh, or I like to do them year by year. My long-term goal is so I can stay playing and beating up my kids, right? Like <laughs> not, not just playing with them. I want to be able to I dominate. Wanna, I wanna, yeah, I want to be able to win the sport we're playing with. <laughs> yeah. uh, at least my first two are going to be taller than me. Like I, that's a given at this point. So, I, you know, I want to be able to compete with them. I want to be able to play with my grandkids and get down on the floor. So long-term, but I like these shorter-term phys- uh, physical well, Give goals. us an example. Uh, well, for me this year, uh, so not only did I have the weight goal, but then I also had two different goals. One of them that I'm probably not going to get done but one was uh compete or do the murph challenge uh which it's in honor of lieutenant kyle murphy uh former navy seal who gave his life in the line of duty and so 
you do it on Memorial Day, and it's uh, you put on a 20-pound vest, you run a mile, you do 300 squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, and then you run a mile, and you do that for time. Uh, for the last two years, my wife and I have done that, and and I did it this past May. Uh, it's fun. Got to train for it. Got to do it. Uh, it's terrible, um, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then the second goal uh, that I'm probably not going to get in is do some type of race in, in the fall uh, because I pivoted uh, with Jake from doing so much running to to now lifting more. Uh, that one just, I, I won't get it done, which I'm not going to beat myself up over. One thing that as you're talking, I'm thinking those are things that are, they may be difficult, but mm-hmm. they're but they're fun for you. Yeah. So when you when you set a goal, it's yeah. gotta be something that that you need to you need to be in into. Yeah. Right. You don't want to set, set a goal like you know if I was had a goal of wanting to be a, a florist or something, I would I would <laughs> totally bonk because I'd be like I could set a goal, but I hate flowers. So I, I mean, hate like, flowers. <laughs> yeah, it's I, great. I don't so, think I mean, I've heard anything I agree with more <laughs> than, than being not being a florist. <laughs> not yeah. being a florist. Yeah. <laughs> but my my sister's really good at that, and she could she could set goals all day long about landscaping and all that. But it's just not my thing, right? So you, you got to talk yes. about realistic. No, that's your great. Goals, so and your smart goals. So no, that's that's perfect. It, it has to be something you care about. Uh, those are physical goals. Some of the other goals uh, categories I think of are financial. Again, there's literally a number there. Yep. Uh, I set financial goals for myself every year, and then in in those yearly goals, those are like stepping stones towards my greater long-term goals. And those yeah. retirement numbers, retirement age, uh, how much uh, money at retirement, which is a little bit of a moving target with inflation and world economy that I don't have any say over. Yeah, that's one of my goals that didn't really come to fruition that I was hoping for early on. So okay. when I when I first started my career, you know, we, we weren't making a lot of money, but I always try to set something aside mm. for retirement. Mm-hmm. And it's Says like the guy who took two years off in the <laughs> middle of prime. So for retirement, it seemed like every time I went to make a major investment or something, the market crashed. Mm. It was, it, I, I remember right before nine 11, I lost like half cause I, I was kind of risky when I first started investing. Mm-hmm. And so I lost a, uh, you know, large percentage of my, my Oof. retirement income. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of spooked me a little bit. And so I, I set another goal. Okay. I was like, okay, start off more conservative this time and, and work your way up. And right before, I think the stock market crashed in 08 again, yeah. right before that, I was like, Just okay, enough time it's, to time, get yeah. Yeah, it's time to, time to be a little bit more risky. Cause I'm sorry. And then boom, lost it again. I'm like, what is going on? And then, so there's been three times in, in my career that I basically lost money or I'm, it, here's the advice. Do the opposite thing that I'm doing for retirement. <laughs> Whatever what, I do, yeah. don't, whatever, whatever study. specifically, <laughs> yeah. ask Stephen what he's doing and do the yeah. opposite. If he's pushing in, pull out. If he's yeah. pulling out, push so, in. So that that one, that goal, uh, uh, we'll do okay at retirement, but it was definitely not. I'm not where I'm at. I was hoping to get retired when I, you know, was 55. Right. That was actually a goal, but there's no way right now that mm. we could do that. But, but we'll be okay. You also took on. Seven teenagers since you moved here, so. <laughs> well, uh, basically five. Five, okay. Five so far. I, yeah. Bad number there, but just thinking, if you want to not have money, is perpetually have teenagers in your house. <laughs> it's probably a good just idea. the food budget alone will food. break you. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's that's a good check. There is all all of these things 
we, we want people to, to do what they can, take responsibility for their life, but still acknowledge that life is somewhat out of your control, that there's elements of life that you don't control. The yeah. world economy, you don't control. Yeah. Regularly saving money, which over the course of a lifetime will, will build wealth, uh, that is in your control. Now, you may not be able to hit that 55. You may not be able to hit whatever your goal is because of things outside of your control. But you will, if you're able to regularly save money, still build wealth. So that that's a great just reminder. Uh, another category I always think about. Uh, so you got your physical goals, your financial goals, uh, your spiritual goals. Um, that can look like, you mentioned reading through the Bible in a year. That can look like just studying in a different way, getting some extra education. It can look like a church attendance. It can look like joining a, a new ministry, getting involved in somewhere. There's a, a million, there's endless amounts of goals. Can you guys think of other like spiritual goals? Have you guys ever set a spiritual goal? Well, when you said Bible reading, Bible reading definitely came to mind. But the first time I read, read my Bible from cover to cover, uh, I was going to become a new dad. And mm. I was like, oh boy, I need to, I need to figure out what a good dad is. Uh, not, I had a great dad. I don't get me wrong, but from from God's perspective, what is a good dad? That's great. And so when I first read through that, I I had the goal of picking out what a good dad was from the Bible. So that's when I first read through that. I mean, I, I had a goal, and every since then, every time I read through my Bible, I have a specific goal of something I want to glean from it. Mm. You know, from a different perspective, what do I want to learn from God's Word? And that, that's that's always been a goal. So, yeah. do, do you remember what your takeaway was? Oh, from being a good dad. Yeah. Um. Part of it was, you know, discipline. Um. How how do you discipline a child without breaking their spirit, mm. but yet directing them in the way that they really should go? It is. I think that's almost an impossible task, but it's a it's a goal that you should strive for. Mm. Uh, it's 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 tough. Yeah. It's tough because life life throws things at you, and your kids kids don't always react the way you want them to. I don't know why it is, but hot news here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't always but, react the yeah. way I want. <laughs> but, but you can see that there's a big difference between discipline and punishment, and so we we tried not to go down the punishment route. Mm. We always wanted the discipline. We're we're mm. doing this because we want you to make good. a different choice, type of thing, and so that. I guess mm-hmm. it, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Had that many years ago. Let me. <laughs> I don't know if Kayla asked me. Hey, 15, 20, 25 years ago, what did you glean from the Bible reading that day? I don't know. <laughs> so, the spiritual goal that Sean and I set this year, and it wasn't even at the beginning of the year. It was just at some point we had both read that. Uh, oh, what were we doing? Some kind of marriage book or study or something, and said like the the marriages that pray together mm-hmm. uh, almost never in a divorce. Like it, it was a r- ridiculous statistic. Like that's, that's one thing is direct cor- directly correlated. And I know, uh, Caleb and I had talked about it a lot. Uh, it's something that he was striving for with his wife. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to every day, mm. every day I'm going to pray with my wife every day. You know what I mean? And so I was like, if I can get up and go to the gym every day, I can pray with my wife for three minutes. And so just something that yeah, has d- been added into our life. You it know? doesn't even have to be long. He said three minutes. It was like, smart. It's- it was a smart goal. You know what I mean? Uh, and we just, now it's right before she leaves for work. You know what's what's funny? We have to be careful not to miss because if one of us doesn't go to work, then because oh. <laughs> it's not in the normal discipline, <laughs> it'll great. be it'll be funny. So that's an easy example. Husbands, like we're here, we're all dads here, and are all dads, all uh, husbands, pray with your wife. Yeah, it's a good one. 
What's your... Any other categories you guys can think of that you, you've done goals in? Uh, you said educational. I, I always have a personal growth. We read a lot. I, I mm-hmm. want to read. So every year for me is like, I want to read a hard copy a month. And I want to also listen and read a minimum 50 books. You know what I mean? Uh, and then it's always over 50. But that's like, I'm not going to get lazy. You know what I mean? I'm going to at least get 50 books. So uh, read a lot. That That would be an educational goal for me. So. Yeah, I, there's, there's always chores around the house. <laughs> right now, I, we're uh, finishing out our basement, and one of my one of my goals and my timeline is before my son and his wife show up at the house, I'm supposed to be out, supposed to have my office out of the the extra bedroom downstairs. So <laughs> basically, what I've been doing is sheetrocking and mudding and taping and sanding and all that stuff. And now Wendy's painting it, and then I got to trim it before the 23rd oh yeah so you got a good deadline there <laughs> so anyway that's i mean there's there's goals like that and you got to plan for it right that's exactly right paint takes a certain amount of time to dry and yeah yeah i hate it. those multi-step projects <laughs> <laughs> you mean i can't just do it in one day and yeah, be done. Know, yeah it's great that's great uh just i know caleb you've you're, you're encouraging people i know you you've got your mm-hmm. system here um when should people people be setting? Why at the beginning of the year? Why are we doing this yeah, on December twenty so eighth? The the reason I I know New Year's resolutions. I don't use that term. Literally, I I you can flip back through my notebooks that I have. I, I keep notebooks, uh, and it never says my New Year's resolutions. It always says my goals. Uh, for me, it's just a psychological difference. Uh, the, the goals are things I, I'm I'm gonna gonna be pursuing, and I keep th- and I write them down. And the reason I like this new year's time is because there's time in there that I have off. Uh, it's time when I'm out of my normal routine and there's times when I can just sit. And so one of the things I partner with that is I sit back and, and I don't journal. I am not a journal. It's some, one of those things that I really wish. It's uh, like being a florist. I get it. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I start writing and then I'm just mad that I'm writing. Like, why am I doing this? Uh, but one of the things I, I do try and do is I go back through the year that just ended. And I said, okay, what, what, what are the major events from this past year? And I just want to write them down just to remind my heart. And I just pray over them and think the good, the bad, the up, the down, I just write them out. And uh, these are the major events, the highlights from my previous year. And then after spending that time looking back, I like to look forward. Okay. Given where my family's been, me as the husband, as the one responsible, where should we be heading and that starts with me leading myself. So where do I personally need to go? And then where is our family going? And so I like to establish, you know, a, a couple of goals. Cause I think in those different areas, I think financially, spiritually, emotionally, which is not technically a goal cause that's a hard one. You can't measure it, but, uh, spiritually, emotionally, financially, um, all, all those different areas. And then I like to write them down so that way I can go back to them and, and I know, uh, where they are. And can literally, I've got, I'm looking at right now at my goals for 2023 and I can check them off if I've done them. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great practice to get into for us as dads, us as men who are trying to pursue God, both the looking back and then the looking forward. So that's so good. Well, we cannot end because Stephen yes, hasn't paid true. the toll and the toll is an idiot story. So, uh, this is really why we like to have guests. This is (laughs) so we don't have to do another all of you who ever want to come on. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) right. So Steven, uh, tell us about a time you were an idiot. Well, I would say that 
my Iron Man in 2019, uh, one of one part of the Iron Man that you you really got to focus on is making sure that it's it's considered the fourth event. It's it's the eating and the nutrition part of of the day, and as a, as you're practicing for you know like building up to the Iron Man, it, it took me five years to do the Iron Man because I did multiple um, halves and stuff to just to practice transitioning stuff. But anyway. You always practice the food, and you do never race on something you haven't practiced with. Mm. And so I was at basically mile 100 on the bike ride, ran out of Gatorade powder for my water bottle. And so I thought, well, they're serving Gatorade performance, so it can't be that much different. I'll try that. I tried it, took like two sips, barely any of the bottle at all, and my gut just locked up. I mean, it was <laughs> it was just a knot. Got done with the bike ride, started running. And basically, I, I, I felt like I had to go to the bathroom really, really bad. So got in the, the first porta potty station, um, and the the outfit that I was wearing is basically, it's a, it's a tri-suit, which is a singlet. It's a, a shirt-pants combination. And, you know, as you're, as you're taking it off, it's easy to pull off, but being sweaty and sticky and nasty, trying to get it back on in a porta potty was just... <laughs> awful i mean it was like you know you're contortionist you're trying to stretch the thing you're afraid you're going to tear your suit and stuff and so my my idiot story was you know you follow the rule don't don't <laughs> take something that you didn't train with because it's going to have ramifications i don't want to see it <laughs> but like if we could have gotten a camera inside and watch you wrestling around trying not to touch anything oh, that would have been priceless that would have been good yeah. priceless yes i so caleb next time you're doing your iron man and you <laughs> got to go to the bathroom real bad i'm just you know going in mean? my pants uh, do they sell the singlets like like the old uh you know the old pajamas the, with the buttons on, <laughs> on the rear end yeah not just that I've toddlers seen, no, no. But they yeah. do make two-piece, and my next Iron Man's going to be two-piece. <laughs> okay. We learned <laughs> like the it. lesson. I yeah. learned, yeah. Hey. That's great. Happy New Year. Man, we're excited uh, for your New Year. If you are setting some goals, come find one of us three and let us know what your goals are because chances are maybe we're searching for something fun to do. We want to mm -hmm. encourage you or maybe do something with you. Yeah. Uh, we would love to hear about it. And until then, as we leave you with the image of Stephen and his porta potty <laughs> don't be an idiot. Thank mm -hmm. you.